Got my eyes straight ahead, got my head in the game With the red light on, I'm just waiting for the change Okay, crazy news out of Victoria. I think it's crazy news anyway. You know, this is where our society is now. We deny actual facts. We deny the the truth of things. There are obviously things that we can debate in our society. Uh, I'm a person who believes uh, in the Bible. Uh, I have a strong Christian faith. Uh, I don't mind if people want to debate with me, want to talk, want to argue even. Um, however, my opinion, your opinion, I think we can all still have an opinion. We can disagree and it doesn't uh, It doesn't really matter. And not It doesn't really matter, but we, we still need to be able to respect each other and you don't always have to agree on things, okay? Um, however, there are some things in life I don't really think are open to debate, uh, and one of those things, which just seems to have permeated throughout the whole of society now, and it's craziness, especially in first world nations, uh, Western societies, you know, this idea that uh, transgenderism is, uh, well, it it's based on fact, it's based on science. Uh, the whole thing to me seems like it's a delusion in the mind, okay? People are being swept away in this delusion. Our young people are being brainwashed into thinking that they can just change their sex willy-nilly. Just, you know, wake up and they feel like something else. You know, they they call themselves these other pronouns. Speaking of pronouns, hope you've noticed that I my pronouns are down here. So obviously this is the Super Slope podcast. My pronouns are the legend. Please refer to me as such. Um I'm joking. Hey, uh, but anyway, so we, you know, our young people now, not even just young people, people my age even think that they can just wake up and refer to themselves as something else. What I find even more disturbing is when we have uh, people in power, politicians and that who they may say things that are based on fact that we have hold, that we have held as a society as fact for thousands of years. And now, all of a sudden, uh, these things are deemed as offensive. I'm going to go through a couple of articles and listen to a short video. Uh, but let's talk about what happened in Victoria again. Victoria is absolutely losing its mind, given over to the delusion spoken about completely. I think Australia all, but Victoria is leading the way when to, when going through the uh, delusion that's spoken about in uh in Romans chapter one. Anyway, so this headline here, I'll bring it up so we can all have a look at it. Eh? It's always better. Always better. Uh, check it out. Ferguson found in breach of council conduct. So there she is there. She said a few things on uh, Twitter. Well, formerly known as Twitter. Now it's X. So Latrobe City Councillor Melissa Ferguson was required to apologize at the council meeting last Monday after an arbitration report found her online behaviour discriminatory and in breach of the Councillor Code of Conduct. Councillor Ferguson's Twitter, now X, actions in April earlier this year were found as misconduct in regard to specific clauses of the local government, governance, uh, governance and integrity regulations 2020. Councillor Tracy Lund, she is the, uh, the beacon of authority, the beacon of 
of truth and justice. Uh, yeah, anyway, in, in this story, she is in her own mind. Uh, Councillor Tracy Lund applied for the arbitration pursuit against Councillor Ferguson in early June, and an independent arbiter in Dr. Meredith Gibbs was assigned to the case. She's the, uh, she's the, she's the superhero. Okay. Um, Ferguson's the villain and, uh, Tracy Lund, she is the, she is the bringer of justice. Councillor Lund took to Facebook to say, as an elected representative, my commitment to accountability, transparency, and calling out unprofessional and discriminatory behavior is unwavering as a councillor and as a human calling on all the, all the authority she's got with a councillor and a human being. I will never be a passive bystander to such behavior. It is my sincere hope that this finding raises the bar on expectations for the behavior and conduct of those entrusted with the privilege of public office. So they went on the, so they went after this Ferguson with the, uh, also the privilege of the public purse and decided she was guilty because of her Twitter activity. So Twitter activity was deemed discriminatory. Uh, let's check out what she said. The arbiter found, uh, further found that the sentiments expressed by Councillor Ferguson over Twitter to be offensive and disrespectful of trans people uh, in the sense that a trans person would reasonably find this characterization of trans people as offensive and disrespectful. Councillor Ferguson received ex- extensive backlash from the LGBTQI plus whatever else we want to name community for her Twitter posts earlier this year with the Gippsland Pride Initiative labeling them as reprehensible, harmful, hateful, ignorant, and worse still, factually incorrect. Were they factually incorrect? Let's check it out. These include retweets of divisive feminist activists, Rachel Wong, and Angela Jones, that the Arbiter's report stated did not treat members of the public with dignity, fairness, courteous, courtesy, and respect. Three posts. Tweet one was a retweet by the account, Councillor Melissa Ferguson, of a tweet by Gays Against Groomers. So homosexual people who are against groomers, the tweet reads as follows. Predators are hiding behind the rainbow and using it as a shield to prey on children. Our organisation will not allow our community to be scapegoats for this pervasion, perversion, sorry, and abuse any longer. Okay, so that was the first one. Remember how they set up here that it was uh, factually. LGBT community for her Twitter posts earlier this year, labelling them as reprehensible, harmful, hatefully ignorant, factually incorrect so the gays the gays against groomers are saying predators are hiding behind the rainbow using it as a shield to prey on children is that factually incorrect doesn't seem so to me seems like uh there's a lot of truth in it predators lie and use plenty of things as a shield you can't deny it and say it's factually incorrect the second piece of evidence was a tweet by Councillor Melissa Ferguson, which Councillor Lund, you know, she's the, the hero in the story, apparently, submitted was offensive to trans children by list by likening them to a gender bender and also offensive to those responsible for workplace training and other similar programs because it might 
it might make them realise that they are wasting their time. Expressions of those opinions do not support the council. In her defence, Councillor Ferguson said she could not be held responsible for any retweets investigated, but the arbiter disagreed in this context. Oh, wow. You're guilty no matter what, Councillor. Uh, the arbiter found that the retweeting of the tweets made an explicit endorsement of approval of its contents. Uh, though councillors can express independent views through the media, the arbiter said unofficial personal comments must be made clear and separate from the council. Despite Councillor Ferguson's Twitter name change and by a disclaimer that all tweets are her own opinion, the arbiter found... <laughs> She states specifically, this is my own opinion, the Arbiter found that this further created ambiguity about the role in which Councillor Ferguson was acting. Like I said, she's going to be guilty no matter what, no matter what. Uh, the Arbiter stated that failing to comply with these directions would be a serious misconduct. Anyway, so Look, let's uh, have a listen to what Moira Deeming said on Sky News when she was talking about uh, how we need to stand up for free speech and commenting on this, this case with Ferguson. Let's check it out. Two weeks ago, a Latrobe Council Arbitration Court declared Councillor Ferguson guilty of making offensive social media posts. She was then ordered to acknowledge guilt and apologise. Joining me to discuss this is a woman who has also been pursued by the gender activists for holding mainstream views on sex and gender, former Liberal MP, now an independent MP, Moira Deeming. Thanks for your time, Moira. Uh, this case with Councillor Ferguson, again, it's so sinister. She, she, what she has said is... I would think majority of Victorians feel that way, whether they're Labor or Liberal, and she's being persecuted for it. Yeah, it's just another in a long series of total abuses of power by people in authority. You know, people need to be really standing up for reasonable freedom of speech. Um, you know, she's being forced to make this false confession or she's going to be expelled, apparently. This is what her lawyers told her. Mm. And I'd just like to point out that that Latrobe City Council, they published a press release saying that she was guilty before the investigation had even happened. <laughs> Did you hear that? Investigation hadn't even happened and they've already pronounced her as being guilty. Oh, yeah, and we have such great free speech here in this nation. I mean, this is insane. We have to do something about this in Victoria. And it's typically women who are the victims of, of this uh, ideology, isn't it? Oh, just... Just briefly, when she says there's typically typically women, you know, uh, you know typically women who are the victims of, of this uh, ideology, isn't it? So she says it's typically women who are victims of this ideology. Did you, <laughs> and you know, it, she's right. It does seem to be women who are typically victims. However, it also seems to be just... I haven't checked out the exact statistics, but it does seem to be women who are the perpetrators a lot of the time, women attacking women over having such insane ideas as, you know, there's only two agenda, two genders. Uh, you know, it was Lund. She sees herself as the protagonist. Uh, she sees herself as the hero in the story. Um, she attacked Ferguson. And then they put her over to an arbitrator, another female. And, you know, she retweeted tweets from a, feminist activist it's all the females attacking each other and yeah they are the victims in the end um but it seems like very much 
oh, I don't know anything else I say. I probably sound sexist, but I don't know. I don't know. It, a lot of the time I read these stories and it seems very much like women attacking other women. And then the men get up, these crazy men get up and say, well, you know, I'm now a woman. I can do this. And you see all these other women standing up for them. Uh, and men are just allowed to get away with it. You know, it's the whole society. Society's ludicrous right now. Because we're the most impacted and it's often women who speak out. That's right. So not only are we the most vulnerable um, because of these extreme laws, but when we speak up, it does seem that we are the ones that get expelled from wherever we are. And uh, look, I can't help but see the similarities between her case and mine. And uh, I just, my heart goes out to her and to all the people that are trying to speak up um, on this issue because it comes at a great cost, clearly. Yeah. So one thing I've been thinking about is uh, there's a reason why uh, women end up being the victims within these kinds of cases, I think, is because men don't want to speak up. We keep getting thrown under the bus all the time. We're told constantly by within the, from the feminist movement that we we really shouldn't have an opinion. Most things in this world are men's faults as well. Uh, obviously, if you're a white man, forget about it. You need to shut your mouth. Um, but men in general are constantly told that they are the problem. So then when we see like a female counsellor report another female counsellor for something that they said on Twitter, and then they put the female arbitrator there to decide who's at fault here. Uh, men won't come to their defence because men don't want to get involved now because men are constantly just berated, thrown under the bus, told that they are their opinions don't matter, nothing we do matters, everything in society is our fault anyway, so we don't get the right to have an opinion especially when it comes to things that involve females. That, that's just what I, that's what it feels like to me. We're constantly in trouble anyway. So men just like, well, you know what? I'm not going to say anything. And like I said, forget about it. If you're a white follower in this land these days, uh, Hey, this is all craziness. Uh, I think there is 100% a spiritual issue going across our nation like I said, uh, you can deny it all you want. You may think that, uh, Jay, don't start talking about Bible issues, but the Bible very clearly says uh, that uh, that God gives us over to our own delusions because we deny God. We start worshipping the created rather than the creator, women going after women, men going after men. God says, well, hey, I'll just take my hand off you and uh, reaping. We are reaping the uh, reaping the rewards of our own stupidity. But hey, that's just my own opinion. This is a spiritual issue. We are a land living in delusion. Let me know what you think. Let me know what you think about uh, men not standing up for women in these cases as well. Uh, should we just be standing up? women are do tend to be the victims but is this a greater is this because of a greater issue where men just don't want to speak up anymore let me know what you think we're on the slippery slope in society especially victoria is leading the way that's my opinion thanks for listening to the slippery slope
Just stop. 